You guys got things you want to talk about? Well, we have... We have had stuff, but... No, yeah, I mean... I'm sure, you know, it's been a minute. It's I been was a... going to send a bunch of, like, memes <clears throat> to do, like, a meme show again. Where, hey. we, where we just describe memes. All right, all right, this one's David Hassel. No, no, where we kind of make topics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Meme, the meme show was a good time. It was, a. Uh, it was like those flashback sitcom shows when they didn't want to write one, so they just did the... Yeah. And a precursor to my son Brian kicking off his wrestling group. Yes. Yeah, right. Everyone, everyone, gather around, look at my phone. While I wait for them to set up the trans, uh, the, the AV equipment for me to hook my phone up. What do you guys think of my Jets hype video? <laughs> I liked it. I liked the plane that looked like a... Like a bird about to take off. Yeah, I got that. I have two planes crashing. I have the goddamn jets from from the whatever movie that Big was. Daddy. Yeah, and the butt fumble. All the best moments for the jets. Oh. If only I could edit and I had music. Because like, I'd play like a little bit of Benny and the Jets. And then I'd have the record <laughs> scratch. <laughs> Every time a plane crashes. Yeah. And then I'd go to Jet from uh, Paul McCartney and Wings. I'm leaving on a jet plane. And what about the uh, the one that confuses everybody where you just play the band jet? Oh, yeah, so you're going to go my way. I like my little creepy skeleton, too. <laughs> so are you guys going to do the rave for 40 bucks? No. With the flashlight? Come on, what a yep. gimmick. Hey, it's haunted. Everybody knows the rave is haunted, Well, I right? know that. It isn't. I, I saw that janitor guy. Yeah. That was just the guitarist for Static X. That was actually the current day janitor. He's got a bit of a problem. <laughs> and plus, plus, you know, Polanco was down here, too. Wait, who was the guy that was afraid of the fister? No, it was uh, the old Yankee guy, middle center fielder. Is it also the rapist Luis Polonia? That's who it was, yes. The rapist Luis Polonia. He was... That's what he was afraid of, getting caught. <laughs> That's probably it. That piece of shit. Little Country almost wanted to stop over, but I told him no. It could have been our third best episode of all time. Only if he brings back the left and right shoes. Well, he, he'll have that and the bandage on his But they're all... Yeah. Oh, God, what is that? Okay, we're not going to make that a thing. I'm not going <laughs> to get back into thinking about that. He gigs all the time. So we looked at... We were talking about Freeway on the way up to oh, Lacrosse last weekend. Yeah. And I Googled him. Do you know that somebody was making a movie about that guy back in 2011? What the fuck is wrong with this fucking city we fucking live in? Why do we fucking make stars out of these fucking lowlifes? The cannoli guy who was a piece of shit. He was. He, he was a thief. Yes. He was a thief. Freeway we, who wants to pound your ass. Every we were talking about the, the Milverine. The Milverine, yes. Yeah. Because he saw the Milverine. We talked I, about... I Brooke. actually saw him in person for the first time in my life. Oh, really? You had yeah, never, was, seen him never seen him before. He was walking by that uh, Piggly Wiggly on Chase. Yeah. His description was really good, too. He's like... He looks kind of like the Wolverine. He's got a decent build. <laughs> he does have a decent build. <laughs> he walks everywhere. And, uh, and uh, Brother Ron with the yeah, car. Yeah, Brother Ron. Yeah. Who, yeah, we had the full conversation of all the Milwaukee weirdos that are known Why places. We make heroes out of these We people? actually, I forgot to bring up Cannoli Guy. 
I don't even know Cannoli Guy. Cannoli Guy was this little Italian cat. Okay. And he used to pick through the garbage at the bakery, and he would make cannolis. From the and, garbage? Yes. Yeah. And then he would put them in his cooler, his little, like, playmate cooler, and go into the bars, and he would go, holy cannoli, pepperoni cannoli. Yeah. And then when you weren't looking, he'd steal your fucking cigarettes and your money off the bar. Or your drink. Yeah, or your drink. <laughs> did he sell them? He he did, yeah, because drunk people go, yeah, give me a pepperoni. How many people ate garbage cannolis? Oh, thousands. <laughs> the, almost the entire east side. <laughs> yeah. This one has a used balloon in it. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, Why is this one crunchy? <laughs> and everybody was just oblivious. Hi, cannoli guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. Hi, cannoli. <laughs> <laughs> this, is what, this is what we got. Pepperoni uh, cannoli. <laughs> Going to Joe Cat's. Trying to sell you some oh, shit. We had to run him out of uh, kazoos that night, me and Brian. Oh, yeah? Because he was in there, and he got caught stealing so many cigarettes, and it was turning into a thing. Right? I mean, I had to run fucking freeway out of the steel days, because some dude wanted to fight him because he asked to pound his ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. Like, look, just go that way. The, go that way. The week before was also the greatest... Freeway story. So tell your freeway story, and I'll cut in with what I said. Okay. So I'm working at Century as the frozen food manager. Okay, yeah. It's like 10 to 11. We're going to close at 11. He comes walking in the front door, and I say, hey, just so you know, we're going to close in about 10 minutes, so get what you need. And he says, how do you think the Bucks are going to do this year? And I said, well, you know, they got, uh, I forget who was on the team at the time. It was like, uh, could have been like who, who six. Vin Baker. Let's just say yeah. that. <laughs> I was like, ah, you know, they got Vin Baker. And, uh, you know, I think they got a chance in the East. And he cuts me off and he goes, bad. And I went, all right. So like I was saying, we close in about 10 minutes and uh, you have yourself a good night. But then there was the story about seeing him down by the the Bradley Center or whatever. Oh. And that was where I really, I lost my shit at this story. Buck was the one who he recognized at the Bradley Center. Well, because one of you told the story and you're like, he asked if I, or if, did you want to get oiled up and come wrestle with me? Yes, <laughs> and I, and I, <laughs> yes I've heard him that's a, that's a legit. I've heard him ask other people that. But then I was like, oh, he recognized you. That was really fucking cool. He knew you from wrestling. And then you were like, no, he, he didn't. He'd never seen me wrestle before. Right? He would and, and he would end it with, like, eh, you know, wrestle, you know, get our, take our shirts up. And then he, I, and I'll pound your ass. And I'm like, okay. Maybe he just meant it as like a threat. Like, I'll beat your ass. I think he liked to dominate people and be a, a, a powerful top. That's what I think. <laughs> I can't say for sure. I heard his online handle is AssRamons26. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he sends people messages, A slash S slash L, <laughs> and then when they respond, he goes, BAD! <laughs> Too far. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should use this as our cold open. Alright! You know, we should start doing a cold open. Remember, Space Ghost used to do a cold open. Oh, man, you love you some Space I Ghost. Do. We should watch You can get it on HBO uh, Max now. You can see all of it. Oh, really? So, man, I wonder if it's... Is it's it... not on Roku, it's all... No, 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 I know. That sucks. 
But um, I have the Comedy Central app. Oh, I don't know. And it used to be all of them were on there. Okay. So, but much like Impractical Jokers, when HBO Max bought the rights on all the reruns, it's still on True TV, but like all the previous seasons, you can't get on demand. Right. So. Don't like it. Fuck HBO. Anyway. um, It's in syndication on uh, WMLW at like 2 o'clock in the morning. Tell your friends. Oh, yeah? Yeah, get up early watching. WMLW means Milwaukee. All right. Pat McCurdy. Yeah, I I don't like him at all. Do you like Pat McCurdy? I've been to a couple concerts. All right. So, welcome to the (laughs) podcast. Episode Josh Hader. Ooh, 71. Is that not Josh Hader? Josh Hader, 71. I'm 71. Don't mind. All right. Well, whoever wears 77, welcome. Tony Mandridge. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. It's a rare condition this day and age to read any good news on the newspaper page. And love and tradition of the grand design, some people say, is even harder to find. Um, it's the Ross Family Matters podcast. We are guestless again, and sometimes we prefer it that way, uh, especially if your name's Little Country. Um, I am Hotshot Scott Williams. I'm with Jack Spade and Vic Stick Ross, and uh, we got a lot to talk about. Um, I don't know if you caught any. I didn't know we were recording. We were talking about freeway pounding asses. We recorded a lot of that, actually. Yeah, so... So there's a lot in there. There's a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, and if it doesn't get used on this episode, it'll be in the Lost episodes that we're putting together with... All of our cold opens. And quite honestly, just see freeway for all your ass pounding needs. I mean <laughs> I'll tell you what, if I had the time and the commitment and the right technology, I'd get an editing thing, I'd take all of our the, the raw stuff we sent and everything we taped that wasn't supposed to air, I'd make shows out of it. Like a clip show. I, we air most of it though. I, most of it makes it. Okay. Unless we specifically say to not include it because we know it's horrible. <laughs> Or, or more horrible than usual. Yeah. So what's been going on? I know you guys took some trips up north. Uh, I know there's a new Duffy in the business. Is that true? Uh, not exactly. Like, he did set up and tear down and fatted his way around like me, but he didn't do anything yeah. per se on the show. He wasn't even up for... He didn't even get involved in watching anybody plan anything. Oh, you true. know what he did on the show? He uh, wiped down the ropes to prevent COVID spread. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Well, uh, in other news, I have COVID, so... Oh. You, you know what's what's good about what what makes him already, like, a leg up in the business than I have? He's not banned from the northwestern part of the state. <laughs> so, mm. there is that. But it looks like a lot of fun. Um, some great people up there. Yeah, they're money. So, how... Money. <laughs> Thanks, John Favreau. How were the shows? Good? Yeah, they were fine. They were fine. Any, I, any fights in Minnesota? <clears throat> uh, we almost did get in a fucking fight, but not in Minnesota. Not in Minnesota. Oh no! In on Alaska. Oh. Uh, there was uh, Buck was talking to a girl at the bar oh, okay. who had bought us drinks. Yeah. Uh, her name was Kelsey. She described herself as bi Jewish. That's how she described herself. Okay. Uh, and. You know, she was talking to us. She was inebriated. Buck was inebriated. He may have been facing her in the seat, and as he was talking to her, he may have not like caressing a leg. Sure. 
but like he had a hand on a leg, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and the boyfriend came in from outside. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's a problem. So the boyfriend came in from outside and threw, uh, threw Buck in the headlock. And I was just behind there, just standing behind there, because people were talking about going to Perkins, right? So I was ready to eat. And I, I was just like, oh, here we go again. Hey, you know when the last time we got in a fight up here was? You know, just not even really trying to help, but yeah, paying attention to it. So what happened? Like, uh, we, well, I mean, nothing happened. The boyfriend actually stormed out. Oh. Uh, and uh, left. He left the girlfriend there. Okay. So... So, then, uh, so thank you for that free drink, Kelsey. I had it. It was good. Now tell them about Sarah with an H. Oh, yeah. There well, was a- well, first of all, did she get the Obakayam afterwards? <laughs> she did not. Okay. She did not. She did not get any of Buck's famous back alley van hysterectomies. Gotcha. So <laughs> um, there was also an incredibly drunk girl there named Sarah, but she was very clear her name was Sarah with an H. Mm-hmm. You know, all other Sarahs are fucking cunts. You know? Oh. And she was the kind of drunk person that would just sit there and stare at you and then go, I'm sorry that I'm staring at you. Okay. Yeah. I just find it funny that she insisted on introducing herself as Sarah with an H. Yeah, I really don't like Like, I'm not writing things to you. Why the fuck do I need to know? It's still pronounced the same way as Sarah without an H. Yeah. We we met Alex Riley's girlfriend. What? Alex Riley has a girlfriend, and you know what? She's incredibly pleasant. Well, good for him. Yes. I'm very happy for him. Yes, yes. Well, I'm glad that you I can live vicariously through you with through all the fun and frivolity. Bonded a little bit with Salem Crane and uh, met Aaron Arsenal for the first time. Yeah, see, what did you think? He didn't work. Okay. I know he's nursing. He, had an he probably should have, based on who actually got the yep. got the nod. But I also worked with Ragnar for the first time. Oh yeah, yeah. So, what was how was that? It was fine. It was a squash. So we were out there for a few minutes, and then we weren't. Did Ragnar get squash? No, he won. Oh good. Yeah, yeah. They put him over. The I was going to say, why put you a manager if he's going to get squash? Right. Okay. So, overall, that was a good show. the The Minnesota show was Minnesota e. I don't know. Uh, do we have any good stories from that one? Not particularly. Uh, Alex, take, Alex won the title one of those nights. Right? Uh, the in on Alaska. Yes, yeah, at the last show. Actually, uh, very. Uh, <laughs> I'll say this on the show. Late and Alex got heat. <laughs> it was a good match. They did a really good job. Him and uh, Devlin Kane had an excellent. Excellent match. Ask Lane why him and Alex got heat. Why do you have heat? Uh, because basically, I'm a dick, alright? And I could see that it meant a lot to Alex Riley that he won the belt. Yeah. And he was backstage feeling real good about himself and nursing his last man standing wounds. And I walked up to him and I extended my hand and when he shook my hand I just looked at him and I said you should quit okay <laughs> and he uh, it was I thought you were going to say that he, you had a joy buzzer 
You gave him no, no, shot. I didn't give him the shot. Shaky's face. Plus, I got to do commentary for that match, and I hit the line I hit every time I do commentary on an Alex Riley match was, which is every time I see AC Riley, he's a little bit bigger. Oh, okay. But I mean muscular. Well, you don't. There was once a line everybody hit when Amber Rose was in a match. Yeah. And it was always, hey, I wonder if the curtains match the carpet. Did that make it onto television? Oh, yeah. A lot. It was the 90s. Come on. Like, people weren't offended by everything. Now, don't get me wrong. There's some shit that I'm glad people don't say anymore because it was just wrong. But we do get overly offended by shit now. You're not wrong. You had an ACW show, though, didn't you? Did you do that one? I did, yeah. How was that? You know, I enjoyed my, my time up at ACW. Yeah. Yeah, the show was good. It was a good setup for the anniversary in December. Um. They're bringing in Brian Myers and Keith Slater for that show. Okay, so yeah. Brian Myers is taking on Joey Avalon. That should be a in like fun. a rematch situation, yeah, right? A few years back, yeah. So it's good. I, you know, they. I, I feel very appreciated when I go up there. So well, that's good. Yes. So that was fun. Um, if I went there, I feel like I'd feel disliked. By who? <laughs> Come on. Okay, but I don't know. Like, I don't even know what that's all about. Ah, it's fine. You guys we're are all—you guys are both great folks. I know we're great folks. We should be best friends. Why? Well, we have similar interests. Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, I think that was fun. I had a decent time last week at Bruce City Wrestling. I really hope that things get better in around town so that Angel Armani can get his thing going. That'd be great. We got a legacy show coming up. Yep. Next week, Friday. Yep. On the offhand chances hits air October twenty third. Yeah, it won't hit air by then. But I believe you, I. Hey, do you want to see Alex Riley too? Uh, you know what? Here's what I'm going to say. It won't air by the twenty third. But you know when you can see Legacy again? Black Friday. They got a show. You know where? Uh, this will air by Black Friday. Do you know where Alex Riley is tonight? He's in Nebraska. Yeah. Yeah. That's a weird thing you're doing. Wrestling in fucking Nebraska. Fuck does that shit. Him and him and Coda Jacobs apparently. Yeah. Nebraskans. So they did. Salem Crane did hit Coda with a with an insult when they were cutting a promo on each other at ACW, and it made me realize. And I can say this because I'm in the same boat. So that uh-huh. Coda Jacobs has extremely short legs and an extremely tall torso, as do I. I'm six <coughs> feet tall with 29 inch legs, so I also have the tall torso problem. Your inseam's 29. Yeah. Okay, because my inseam is roughly twenty nine. Okay, and so I'm but I'm five nine and yeah, three quarters. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. So. My my brother has th- a thirty inseam, like one inch, and he's four inches shorter. As I said, I have bulldog like legs, yeah. and I don't mean like fucking Davy Boy Smith. Yeah, like if you were running from room to room, you'd look like you were in a Scooby Doo cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know, welcome to inseam talk. <laughs> Any tailors out there, you call him 1-800. Hey, slip it. If you're if you're a wrestler and you've ever had gear made, you know you're fucking inseam. Mm-hmm. All right? Yeah. Well, if you're an adult who's ever bought yourself pants, you know what you're fucking inseam. Well, if you're a fat ass, yes. you also know how hard it is to find 3829s. <laughs> I I do. I know how it is to find even bigger than that. Well, there you go. Which is you know, because I'm recording. Yes. Yeah, we're recording. No, we come on in. No, that's okay. Special guest.
Look at the waiver made her look like she's in like a nineties. My uh, stepdaughter's hair with nineties hair and a baby. <laughs> look at the waiver did to her hair. Isn't that cute? I like it. Very I like it too. Like late eighties, early. What 90s. do you think? Now we just gotta change it. Yeah. Uh, All right. I, All yeah, of a sudden, you're incredibly pregnant. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That just appeared. Uh, December seventeenth. Hey, yep. hey, hey. Miss Jolene. Yep. Got a boy and a girl now. Yeah, it must be nice to have a boy. What's that like? Uh, oh, yeah. Pretty good shit. Yeah, it's great to have yeah, a boy. That's good shit. Hi, buddy. You should try it. I'm, I am trying it. Hi. Yeah? That's Papa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, you good boy. So, what do you want to be so Jack, how how what do you think of uh, on Alaska? <laughs> All right, well, right. Just zone on, Jack. Here, you gotta take him because the, the computer's done. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're taking our special guest. Whoop! Thanks for stopping by, Jack. We love you. We'll check in later. Yeah. So anyway, um, what were we talking about? Oh, oh, NC. Yes. Yeah, NC. So 40, 40, 38, 29 is a hard size. So I usually end up, I can find 38, 30s. Yeah. So I just have to wear a shoe with a little bit of a heel. Yeah. Or you get that back of the, back of the jean or pant that gets all That's frayed right. out. Yeah. What about you? Pant, pant problems? <laughs> no, but since everybody else shared NC 34. See? And yeah. what are you, maybe an inch taller than me? I'm six three and a half. Okay. Well, then that's not too bad. You're three inches taller. You got five inches. Okay. But like I said, there's if some. If we inseam to where my balls were, it'd be like a twenty four. <laughs> yeah, but your balls are banging around your upper, your lower <laughs> thigh, <That's Yeah>. right. <laughs> just above the kneecap. I think I have enough extra skin. That it's like a window shade. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Know, and then fucking Don knocks his head out and goes. If we could make it through one goddamn episode without referencing Don Knotts once. <laughs> Tell him to stop bringing up his fucking window shade nutsack. Hey, Maru is upset that I talk about 80s TV shows because nobody gets it. That's what he said to me. Alright. Well, Maru is older than I am. Yeah. <clears throat> he was born in the early 80s. I was born in the mid-80s. Well, I yeah. guess we'll scrap that special episode where we talk about 227 for an hour. No, actually, <laughs> we won't. We, we already recorded <laughs> I'm down. All right, let's grab, let's grab a topic. All right. Let's see what's in the hat. Jack Spade, you're first. Yeah, it's Please. closest to me, yeah. Let's see here. <clears throat> topic sent in by many, many fans. Yeah, we, we've got a lot of followers. Mostly me. We got, I think we're well above 100-something. We are. We're well above 150. Oh, here we go. It's a Mary Fuck Kill. Okay. All right? Okay. Mary Fuck Kill, Greg Popovich, Ooh. Bill Belichick, Ooh. and Tommy Lasorda. <laughs> all right. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. All right. Ooh. First of all, this is an ugly Mary Fuck Kill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's right. tough, right? Also, there's a lot of pee in there. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, right. There's a lot of gay sex happening But uh, I believe I'm going to have to go in this order I am going to fuck Bill Belichick Okay, okay. I'm going to marry Greg Popovich oh. Dead soon <laughs> And I'm going to kill Tommy Lasorda Because between the slim fast and the farting I'm not going to last <laughs> Okay, but here's the thing 
The starter, I bet you can cook a mean pasta. <laughs> okay. But he won't because he's constantly trying to lose weight. <laughs> oh, that's true. I'll give you those zucchini noodles now. Who wants that? <clears throat> Let's see. Okay, Popovich is weird looking. He is. Um, but he'll be dead real soon. I, I, eh, boy, this is tough. Yeah, I think I'm probably going to have to be in the same boat. Now, if, the, if Lasorda was still cooking pasta, he's getting married. That's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> wow. Only if he can reenact every morning him yelling at uh, Kurt Bavakwa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, do you think, by the way, Lasorda <coughs> calls pasta sauce gravy? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think it actually is gravy. Like a beef-based gravy. But, uh... I'm going to fuck Popovich, all right? Because okay. he seems like the most boring one okay. to me. he's got rings. Uh, well, they all do. I'm going to kill Belichick just because he's sour. And I would marry Tommy Lasorda because I would spend every day trying to find something to set him off. Okay. There you go. Because then you, got, you can listen to that Tommy Lasorda rant on a daily basis. Right Who's a better ranter, Lasorda <laughs> or Earl Weaver? I would go with Lasorda. Weaver had that one good, the you, really one. Well, there's two things you should check out for Earl Weaver. One was him arguing with an umpire for like two minutes. And in, they're both mic'd up. And they're both mic'd up. And my favorite line is when he says to the umpire that, he goes, I'm going to be in the Hall of Fame. And the umpire says, at what, Earl? Fucking up World Series? <laughs> <laughs> so that was great. And then there was the Earl Weaver show one. Have you heard that? Yes. One? No. Yeah, we did hear that one. We listened to it once in yeah. a car ride. It's great. Are you sure? Yes. We listened to the Tommy Lasorda. I'll find that Earl Weaver one again because it's ridiculous. Clearly, Earl Weaver did not care about his job at any point. I don't remember the Earl Weaver one. Oh, yeah, you're going to love this. While he looks for this, I'll read you this question Is Hornswoggle the greatest? Little wrestler of all time. Oh. He's the most famous. He's the most famous? I, I, I'm i going to say yes as a pure wrestler. Because the other midget wrestlers, the, the midget wrestlers we grew up on did the comedy. They had the, a routine. Yeah. Bite your ass. Bite your ass. That, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Swaggle wrestles. Yeah. Well, he was trained as... He yeah. wasn't trained to be a midget. So I'm going to say yes. I would... I would say yes just based on the longevity. Right, because I would say if, if not, then who would you pick? I mean, the only other... even The only other name that even pops into my head as an option is like Sky Lolo. Yeah. What about Short Sleep Samson? No. Okay, see? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just lost the listener now. Short sleeves. Yeah, you really came in short sleeves, Samson. There, no. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to come off as anti Hornswoggle because he probably no, is, yeah, right? No, it's your opinion. So, uh, and I don't necessarily have a differing opinion. I'm just going to throw out some names that I remember. There was Lord Littlebrook. Yes. There was Little Tokyo. Yes. There was the Haiti Kid. Yes. There was Tiger Jackson or Tiger Murphy. I can't remember. It was he Jackson. Went on to be, yeah, he went on to be Dink. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, that's what I got off the top of my head. Little, Little Beaver. Little, Little Beaver, Beaver. yeah. <laughs> you had that resurgence of the extreme midgets in the early aughts. 
Yeah, but I, I, I Puppet and you Tio. Brought him up. I was going to say you brought them up. You can't even tell me the names, but I guess you can. Puppet and Tio. I guess you can. And the only reason that I remember either of them is because of a midget, a beaten off. In, in a, a trash can, can baby. Yeah. I guess, yes. I would have to go with, uh, I would have to go with Punch Oh, here we go. Okay. This is Weaver with Manager's Connor. Today, I have Tom Moore, Oreo broadcaster, back on the show. And I understand understand Tom's been getting some mail uh, with questions that supposedly I can answer. Now, what the fuck are some of these goddamn questions, Tom? Well, first of all, Earl, George Moore from Baltimore is asking how much we feel the loss of uh, Don Stanhouse. Well, St- Don Stanhouse was an asshole. He had us in trouble, had the fucking bases loaded, goddamn it, almost every fucking time he went out there. He liked to ruin my health smoking cigarettes, and thank God we got Timmy Stoddard coming in out the bullpen right now, sticking a bat up their asses. And that's what it takes. Well, Bill Whitehouse, Earl, that, that certainly is an answer. From uh, Frederick Merrill, wants to know why you and the Orioles don't go out and get some more team speed. Team speed, for Christ's sake. You get fucking goddamn little fleas on the fucking bases, getting picked off, trying to steal, getting thrown out, taking runs away from you. You get them big cocksuckers that can hit the fucking ball out the ballpark and you can't make any goddamn mistakes. Uh, well, well, certainly this show is going to go down in history, Earl. Terry Elliott of Washington, yes. D.C. Why, wants to know why you don't use Terry Crowley as a designated hitter all the time. Well, Terry, Terry Crowley's lucky he's in fucking baseball, for Christ's sake. He was released by the Cincinnati Reds. He was released by the fucking goddamn Atlanta Braves. We saw that Terry Crowley could sit on his fucking ass for eight innings and enjoy watching a baseball game just like any other fan and has the ability to get up there and break one open in the fucking ninth. So if this cocksucker had mind his own business and let me manage the fucking team, we'd be a lot better off. <laughs> well, certainly you've made your opinions known on the fans' questions about baseball, Earl, but let's get to something else. Alice Sweet from Norfolk wants to know the best time to put in a tomato plant. Alice Sweet ought to be worried about where the fuck her next lay is coming from, which rather <laughs> where her next goddamn tomato plant's coming from. If she'd get her ass out to fucking bars at night and go hustling around the goddamn street, she might get a prick stuck in her once in a while. I don't understand where these questions are coming from, Tom. That's about it from Manager's Corner. Go fuck yourself and the fuck with your show coming up next on the Baltimore Oreo Baseball Fucking Network. So there's our weaver. <laughs> now, now that that playing that rant was great, but now this show is officially NSFW. Yeah, not safe for work. Yeah, it never was. Yeah, that's true. No, we just did a merry fuck kill. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. with three of the ugliest options around. Uh, is it you now? I guess it's me now. Talk amongst yourselves while I open this. Yeah, I really like to seal them. Like the singer with that fucking face that looks like a raisin. Would you let Louis C.K. jerk off in front of you? What about Louis Black? (laughs) Okay. I'll go first. Yes, if I get free tickets to his show. And as long as I don't have to touch him. Okay, yeah. From all the allegations, nobody had to touch him. Yeah, so I don't care. I could... I'm half, I'm going blind every more blinder every day. I'll just avert my fucking eyes. I don't give a fuck. Let me tell you something. Okay. I will allow Louis C.K. to jerk off in front of me because I will spend my time staring right at him, trying to make it as hard on him as possible. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Just hey, how's that going over there? Yeah. What are you thinking about? And, and I would say <laughs> no to Louis Black because I think the whole time while he's doing it, he'd just be like. Throwing out random curse like son of a bitch, 
Hey, hey, could you look at this pimple on my back real quick, Louis? The just to me, the whole situation, the Louis C.K. thing is just so awkward. The fact that he asked first, you know, hey, do you mind if I just quick, you know, whew, you just stand there and I'm just gonna crank one out real quick. Here's the thing, okay. I don't understand why anybody behaves that way. I especially don't understand why famous people do. You know what? You can walk into any fucking bar in, in the East End in New York and go home with somebody. Right? Especially if you're famous. Well, that's what I'm for, saying. Yeah. In his case. In his case, right? Mm-hmm. Not in my case. In my case, they sold me out of the fucking bar. But in his case, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why? I don't get it. Well, comedians tend to actually be pretty miserable people. Yes, I know. Generally. I know this. <clears throat> it's a weird... It's a weird thing. The humor comes from the... The sadness, the yeah. sadness and hate. You, hey, I'd fuck you. No, you wouldn't. I'm a piece of shit. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, right. Vader. I guess I wouldn't. <laughs> You're so funny. You mind if I jerk off in front of you? Yeah, but for the record, yes. I'd let them both, because... Yeah, Louis Black, I don't think so. That's a hell of a story. You just be yelling at me. Right! <laughs> I'm so close! Son of a bitch. That was more like Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> Do you want to hear a dirty joke? I'm Jewish. <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, but that's what Gilbert would say. Now we lost our tailors from earlier in the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we'll talk more in seams. Talk less in, in seams. Talk more in seams. All right. Now I'm mad at myself. <clears throat> well, welcome to my world. All right. Yeah. Would you call Fabulous Moolah a lady pimp? Ah, uh, yes. No. No, you wouldn't. No. All right. Why not? <laughs> Is it... Why didn't you push him for an answer? Why? Why do I have to? Well, because him? I agree with him. <laughs> okay. Well, because of because I'll tell you I'll give you my answer because I believe some of the story. There. Okay. And I believe that she was making people do certain things and she was making money and they weren't. So that's. Uh, she provided them with a place to stay. Mm-hmm. She got their bookings, mm-hmm. and she took a percentage. Mm-hmm. Did she maybe at times suggest to people that they could help their career by sleeping with somebody? Sure. Did she say it was part of how they were going to make their money? No. Okay. All right. Okay. That's a that's a that's a take. Forty years in the business, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe fifty. A long time. Maybe 50. A long time. You got like three people making that claim. Three sure. people that are sour at her, by the way. Well, okay. But let's be fair, too. Like, some of the other people who we, you may, maybe, and I don't want to put words in people's mouth, think did some of the unspeakable things in other parts of entertainment only have three or four accusers, but usually you multiply that by five. Okay. That's kind of the number I've heard. Because so, of how many just are just too embarrassed or Too don't. embarrassed. Or passed on, or they whatever. They made a whole documentary called Lipstick and Dynamite. And Moolah and Mae Young were a huge part of it, right? Mm-hmm. They'd have to be. And they talked to people who were very unflattering about Moolah. Uh, typically, everybody seemed to like Mae Young. Yeah, well, how can you not? Not one of them in that movie suggested that she was a pimp. Okay. All right. All right. I, I think she probably was. Great. But I also think she was literally the only thing in that business. Like, she was the only 
controlling interest in that whole women's re- wrestling business. Well, you don't get the belt for 35 years without having some stroke. No. And, and you know what? You know, if it was in a, based on attractiveness, those last 15 years, she shouldn't have had that belt. Are you kidding me? Well, not only that. <laughs> the attractiveness, okay, fine. She was goddamn 60. Yeah. To yeah. her last... Like, are you kidding me? Who was booking that shit? Vern? <laughs> you want to talk about a guy who fucking pushed geriatrics and then wondered why his business dried up. Are you yeah. kidding me? Is yeah. that a good gimmick if you could give it to somebody? The geriatric? Ger- geriatric. Geriatric. Yeah, I've been wanting to run that one for a long time. <laughs> yes, but, but, I mean, not to get off topic, because we never do that, but you, can, can you... How can Vern be surprised that his business dried up? He shouldn't be. Right. He shouldn't be. I mean, he had great talent that he... We talk about now, you know, we like to throw around the word buried. Ricochet's getting buried. You want to talk about buried? <laughs> Look at what Vern was pushing. Well, here's the thing. A couple years ago on the east side, I got white buried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that chair was getting white buried. But either way, uh, two things on the Vern front, right? Number one, who knows how early the the dementia he was suffering from at the end of his 1968? life started kicking in. And number two, uh, I don't think he was an idiot. I think he saw his business drying up, but I think he was too stubborn to actually do anything about it. I want to point out that some of the best wrestling talent of the 80s and 90s and even a little bit of the 2000s, but most of them died, came out of Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he had most of it and Mm -hmm. lost all of it. Including Flair. The Road... I wasn't even counting that. I was thinking of the group that came in in the 80s. The Road Warriors, Kurt Henning, Rick Rude, Barry Darso. Right? Yeah. All out of that area. Nikita Koloff. Nikita Koloff. Mm-hmm. All out of that area. Mm-hmm. And they he, also the only the only ones he had out of there regularly were Hennig and the Road Warriors. Right. Road Warriors were already done by like eighty five, then they were coming in for just a spot here and there. Yeah. Uh Nikita never. Never. Well in nineteen ninety he well, did. Okay. Yes, yes, but yes, 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 yes. like out of that gate when he was hot. Never. Right. Darso, never, as far as I know. Uh, Rude, never. You know what the issue with those guys, other than Hennig, were? So Hennig, again, had his dad there. He did. But the issue with those guys is that they didn't work the style that Ganya believed in. Right, but that's what kind of screwed things up, because you could have melded it if you were smart and you were looking at what was changing in the business. The other thing is, if let's play the butterfly game, the butterfly effect. Let's say they put the belt on Hogan. Now, I'm not saying Hogan wouldn't have left eventually. Right. But let's say you put the belt on Hogan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's say you keep Ventura somehow. Sure. Tito Santana. Heenan. Arriba. Okay. Um, Andre. Right. Let's say even later when they had the Rockers and they had... Do you remember the TV taping where the Rock and Roll Express appeared on one show? Against the British Bulldogs. And then the next show it was just... Ricky Morton. Just Ricky Morton. And then they were gone. And it turns out it's because Vern didn't want to pay him. He did the same to Dusty. So they almost, in the late 80s, could have had Dusty and the Rock and Roll Express. But he somehow managed to piss down his own leg and screw that up. Well, yep. yeah, he needed somebody else with a vision to actually book that thing. 
This would be a great topic for Derek Sinhol. He also had Ronnie Garvin in for a hot minute. Yes. Won the TV title. Yeah, and then I mean I'm not a big Ronnie Garvin fan, but again that was a name. Right, former NWA that he needed the help at the time in '88. Mm-hmm. Right, so imagine that he could have had basically a cor- some cornerstones of Jim Crockett's promotion to kind of jumpstart things. He had a national fucking TV deal. So that's the thing. Like, I know that Vince had the USA Network and he was syndicating all around the United States and he was doing things that were revolutionary. Great. But he still had ESPN. It's true. Uh, By the time, I almost feel like by the time anybody would have had a chance to do anything about it, it was already too late. Here's the other thing. This is why Vince was able to win because wrestling promoters don't trust each other. Remember, they tried to work in world class with Memphis and with the AWA, and they all just backstabbed. They tried more than once. Right. They tried, like, in 85 with Pro Wrestling USA, and they had the Crockett's, they had Memphis, and Vern. Right. And that didn't work. No. And they tried it with the Super Clash. Right. And it happened again. Right. And then, then there was, then, then Vern was mad. to lose. Right. Because Vern got mad because Lawler, Lawler and Memphis were taking too much power from his or. So, and that's why Vince knew, like, yeah, oh, how are you wrestling? Oh, fucking Crockett couldn't work with Bill Watts when they, when they merged with UWF. Mm-hmm. They did, he knew it. He's like, you guys are, I know your business. You guys are not going to get along. It's not going to work. And he wasn't wrong. But if they could have kept some sort of a level head, here's what I would have done it. I would have said, here's the agreement. You three, you're going to run this shit. We're going to have a fourth person who has no ties to anybody write the book. Yeah. Because... And and then you'd have the three constantly going to that fourth person, trying to influence that fourth person in there. Mm -hmm. And then the other two wouldn't trust the fourth person, and it would fall apart again. Well, that's where you'd have to really have the right fourth person. Right. Somebody that everybody respects. Like, maybe you're thinking, like, what, a Sam Munchnik or something? Or... Oh, gosh. Yeah, I mean... You know, I don't know, I just, I think it sucks because he squandered things in the early 80s, he got a reprieve when he got the ESPN deal, and he still couldn't figure out a way. Now, I don't think he would have beaten Vince, but he could have been a solid, stable number two for a long time if he would have changed with the times. It didn't help his business at all that he retired as champion. No, not at all. Or that in 1985, he still had the belt on Bachwinkle, or 87, I'm sorry, had the belt on Bachwinkle. Right. And I love Nick Bockwinkle, so underrated. By he was people. fifty, right? 50, older. 55. He was fifty. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just side note this real quick. If you think that you should be retiring from anywhere as the champion, just don't. Right. It's just not what you do. Don't, don't. But I do want to just say this. Like, I, I think Nick Bockwinkle is one of the greatest ever. But he shouldn't have had that last title ring. It just shouldn't have happened. That's fair. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which Disney princess would you be? <laughs> I don't watch a lot of Disney. Okay. okay, my kids are grown. And they were men, right? They were boys. And men, yep. yeah. So, like, I saw The Lion King. Yeah. So, uh, Nala. Like, right, right, that's an option. Yeah. Okay. Um, See Aladdin? I have. So, princess. I've, I've seen them all just because I have granddaughters, but I'm trying to remember who, who would I be. Okay, I'm going to answer this, and then I'm going to pivot the question, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say that I would be um, uh, the, the one, the, uh, Ariel, 
The Little Mermaid? Yeah. Now let me ask you this. If they were humans and they were of age, who would you bang it? <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming they were all of age. Yeah, well, actually they weren't. Like they're Lady Shrek to be safe. Because <laughs> you know Lady Shrek was of age. Uh, let's see. Uh, who am I banging? Yeah, first. Cause <laughs> yeah, because all of them yeah. are attractive. Yeah. Fucking cartoons, you fucking. And we said if they were human. <laughs> it's like a smorgasbord. Okay, let me explain. Let me this week go on further because they're making live action of all this shit. Okay, so they are all going to be human at some point. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna bang Belle. Okay. You know why? Why? Because she's into ugly dudes. Okay. Yeah. And another dude was really trying hard to marry her. So to me, that tells me she's probably of age, yeah. And loyal to ugly dudes. And into ugly guys with yeah, good hearts. Guys never try to bang underage chicks in real life. Well, <laughs> well, that is why I said that's why I said that if I could stand her, which I couldn't, I would have made a play for Kesha because she liked fat bearded dudes. Right. You know so, what's another safe choice? Snow White. Snow White, yeah. Snow White was of age. Cinderella. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's uh, Cinderella. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. She was out until midnight at a ball, brother. Uh, yeah, but she still so our sister's there. Well, she does, but you're going to take her out of that I situation. assume ja- uh, Jasmine from Aladdin was of age because they were trying to find her a suitor. Yeah. Okay. Ariel was the youngest. Middle East, that's like 13, man. <laughs> uh, let's see, who oh, else? Cind- uh, Sleeping Beauty. Lazy bitch. Okay, here's, here's a question. <laughs> of the salt and pepper crew. Are you banging salt, pepper, or spinderella? Spinderella. Yep, that's the correct answer. Yeah, me too. Followed by salt, followed by Jergenoff in the closet, and followed by Peppa. <laughs> With the lights off, of course. <laughs> yes. All right. Can women perform well in men's professional sports? Okay. Now, I don't want to seem... Okay. I'll, I'll be that guy. Uh, no. No. They, yeah. They're not going to be able to compete in the NBA. They're definitely not going to be able to compete in the NFL. Well, yeah. Unless it's a kicker. But even still, you gotta, you got to make a tackle once in a while. Uh, their best shot would be baseball because it's a non-physical sport as far as uh, physical contact sport. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, there are professional women's hockey and basketball leagues, and I think women as athletes are generationally they just keep getting better and better i i don't like the women's game when it comes to basketball just because it's different it looks different to me it's not as fast paced as i'd like i'll tell you a sport that i prefer watching women over men sure tennis billiards oh tennis tennis because men's game, the men's game is all about aces. That's just who can serve the fastest. I want to. I want to add this too. By the way, uh-huh. the male athletes of the seventies also could not compete with the men of today. Oh, of course not. In so, fact, in fact, I think the women of today could beat the men of the seventies. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. One hundred percent. I agree with that statement. One hundred percent. But still not a football though, because yeah, those motherfuckers were Dirty smacking heads, and yeah. <laughs> grabbing yeah. nutsacks, and. I, I think I think that women have made strides in soccer. The, the women's soccer team in America is by far superior to the men's team as far as overall success. So you know, and my argument would have been basketball because I feel like you know they could have 
They pa- They have a good passing game. You ever watch a dad play basketball with his son? Sure, yeah. And, and every shot the kid chucks up, the dad fucking smacks back at him. Yeah. That's the problem you'd have. You'd have guys six, seven, eight inches taller than the lady yeah. player. Yeah, man. but like, yeah. no looking. No looking over here. That's great. Then they'd only lose by 40. The Passing it out is, to Mirko Popperkrick. The other thing is that the women's <laughs> From hockey Slovakia. is fine, but do you think a women's hockey team could compete with a men's hockey team? Well, with no. checking and shit like right. that? Like, you yeah. get demolished. Again, you got physical comedy. And I had a girl on my football team when I was in high school. Yeah, and her name was Icebox. And I crushed her real bad in he, practice he, every he, time. Here's Just the pow. thing to understand. I think that it is okay to say, with, without sounding sexist or misogynistic, that physically men and women are built differently. Absolutely. Genetically, Accurate. right? Accurate. Um, Even in wrestling, you have to train them differently. And, and one of the things I noticed from watching like sports and being around sports is, like for example, women, for whatever reason, tend to have more ACL injuries than men. Well, okay. hey, hey, now. No, no, I, you're, men have them too. That's not, but what I'm saying is... It was a higher percentage. Yeah, okay, I get you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, there is one thing that, and again, here's another thing that's physically different. Women have either an extra tendon or they're missing a tendon that allows them to underhand a softball almost 100 fucking miles an hour. Yeah. No guy can do that. We're just genetically different. There's nothing wrong with that. It's okay. That doesn't make anybody greater or lesser. It doesn't make anybody, you know, unequal. There's so many things that that just that women can do that men can't do. It's just the way it is. We're just different. But I think that I I like the fact that women have an outlet now to perform, like the WNBA, mm-hmm. women's women's tennis players are making more money than ever. Women's go- I'm glad they have a chance to make money doing something they're good at. I just think by and large, uh, I'm, in most sports they wouldn't be able to compete. I would tend to agree with that. Yeah, I'm single-handedly trying to create a WNBA team myself, so... Yeah, you are. What are you up to, four? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that doesn't mean they can't be successful as coaches. Right. Trainers. Right. I'm all for it. I don't mind seeing a, a, a women... This was, this was mad. Why do women coach in the NFL? What, she can't know fucking football, Bruno? Like, yeah, come, I'm kidding. Okay, go sit your ass down. Like, just because you couldn't compete against... Fucking um, the best best lineman in the game doesn't mean you don't know how he should be blocked. Right. I mean, yeah. go sit down. And women, their minds work differently too, actually. They have better minds for multitasking. That's been proven. So. Yeah. And like a coaching capacity, that's probably pretty handy to be able to do that. Correct. <clears throat> I mean, I think, yeah. I think uh, to be fair, by and large... They just, we've held them down long enough to make them not feel, but by and large, I think women are better than men. If you took the whole thing. I like them. But. Not all of them. But we've spent the beginning of time making them feel like all they're good for is this. But had we not done, I mean, they'd fucking run shit, everything, if we just, if we didn't squash them. Would you like them even if they weren't by and large? Hey, oh, yeah. <laughs> We're talking about Woo! Chelsea, a glass tower. Whoa! <laughs> hey. Whoa, that's, boy. That's, that's just avoid. I don't yeah. think she knows how to work a computer, so I think we're safe. But don't want her by, but she's definitely large. Hey, oh. All right. Last one, I think, for this show, for this maybe. Show? Sure. Is 
78's coming up next week. I can't wait. <coughs> you know any famous 78's? Uh, players? Yeah. Fuck. I will by the time we get back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is going to be uh, probably a pretty quick answer for a lot of people. Okay. What is the single greatest event in wrestling history? I, okay. So, from a game changer, even though the event itself wasn't great, you have to say WrestleMania 1. That's where I was going to be at. Yeah. Okay. For me, though, um, boy, I mean... I'm trying to think of one. I'll let you guys. I'll try to think of one that I think significantly for me. You know what? Royal Rumble '92 was my favorite event ever, but WrestleMania one. I mean, it has to be right. It just changed the game. It just changed the way we consume that product. And when people think about wrestling today, they still think of WrestleMania. Right. Just generally, not the event of WrestleMania. Right. Even people who have no shit about wrestling will make a pop call. Hey, that's like WrestleMania in here. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. Belts and Brimstone, 99. Ooh, that was a good one. <laughs> Is that a Rebel show? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's the main event of Belts and Brimstone, 99? I think that was the one when Stealth ran ribs first into, <laughs> <laughs> into the ring trying to, to do a save. On his uh, go to bed. For Barky Noodle. Was he trying to save Barky Noodle? I think so. I thought he was trying to save Or maybe serious. he was with Barky Noodle, yeah. but Barky Noodle was in that... Bit. Yeah, yeah. Was that really Barky Noodle? Yes. In that video? You, you bet. Well, how the fuck? Why? Because he's working the Tiny Love Benefit show, that's all. See, motherfucker, I can't even get a ticket to the show. Oh, he'll sell you a ticket. Well, he'll sell you a ticket. Like, I really sometimes just want to take a long walk off a short. I know WrestleMania gets the the big nod, and that's <clears> fine, <throat> but it would be bad to not mention Starcade 83. Because that was the first, uh, not pay-per-view, but closed circuit. Okay, sure. Uh, sure. Without that, maybe McMahon doesn't have the idea to do WrestleMania. That's a good point, yeah. Mm. What mm. about the Solid. first ever War Games? I have to say no to that. What about the Star Wars events that Fritz was putting on? Mm. Also going to say no to that. <laughs> what about when Carrie got his head scrambled by the cage door? Bad for Carrie, but a good angle. Dude, I mean, people, you can think I'm like going off the deep, but that fucked him up. Like, he got hit by the handle of that door. He, well, the cocaine didn't help. He was supposed to get hit by the cage, yes. He was going to take the. I don't think he meant to get hit by the handle. What's a what's a harder hit that one or the one when China did the blue cage on Mick Foley's head? Ooh, that's gotta Ooh, suck too. Yeah, that's gotta suck too. Hmm. So WrestleMania, WrestleMania, Starcade '83. That's what I'm going with. All right. Cool. All right. Well, that puts a wrap on another show. Hey, stick around on the network. You'll you'll hear other great shows like. Uh, um, uh, cooking with Devlin King. Yep. Yep. He's, this week he's making haggis. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Um, crafting with AC Riley. Ooh, what's he making? Another mask. Oh. Yeah. Yep. For the fourth time in a row. Um, <laughs> and uh, I also hear that there's a big show called uh, um, Greatest Hits of Nirvana with Derek Martin. Yeah. It's uh. 
one episode. It's about three minutes long. You know what the greatest hit of all time was? <laughs> I got an idea. Yep. Bang! I, yeah, I don't remember the way it starts, but I know how it ends. For Vic the Sick Ross and for Jack Spade, hey, I'm Hotshot, Scott Williams. Peace out, everybody.